listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor, yeah. <laughs> outdoor adventuring yep. and all the gear that goes with it. Yeah. Woo! <clears throat> so. Greg, we should drink more on this podcast. <laughs> should we? I mean, I just had a protein shake. Yeah. And I, that's pretty good. I had a milkshake. That's close. So that's I, close. So I had a Powerade. <laughs> so, was, yeah, I don't know how much more we should be drinking. We, we've all had something. Oh. So I was thinking more beer. Adult oh, beverages. Yeah. Right. Well, that mm-hmm. works for you. I would just go in a different... I think some of these episodes would go in a different direction. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kid chasing. Good or bad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so uh, it's it's warmer today than it has been um, for a while. It's supposed to be like 90s. Yeah. yeah. It is hot outside. Yeah. So walking into the Monarch this, this afternoon, it was very, very, very warm. Yeah. It's hot. Wow. So... So I'm, uh, I've been mountain biking a little bit. Chase has as well. Um, getting into the hiking spirit, backpacking's on the brain, all those things, and it's hot. I've been mowing my lawn. Yeah. I haven't done that. I have. I haven't been doing that either because I just have dirt. Wait, Chase, do you mow your lawn? Uh, no. Who? How? You're. You get free room and board and don't mow the lawn. My dad loves mowing the lawn. Uh-huh. So. I live Dude. With my Our lawn literally takes like. Maybe 15 minutes to mow now. It's pretty mm-hmm. small. Uh, I did go with the new, speaking of gear, I went with the new uh, battery-operated lawnmower last summer. Which mo- Freaking which love it yeah. so much. Which kind did you get? Uh, it's whatever Lowe's sells. The green, <laughs> I don't even know. It's got the a 21-inch deck. Super mower, it's 643. So Dude. I got the Ego Yeah, not I don't have the Ego brand. It's mm. a different green brand. There's a couple of them, but how sweet is, like, you push the little thing, pull the, pull, <laughs> push the button, pull the handle in, and it starts first time, every time, nope, no oil, no putting <laughs> right. in the gas, I, I'm done for the day, I pop the battery out, I go charge it, and then I'm good for, the, I'm, I could mow it again if I wanted to, like, it's, a, I loved it so much last year that I, we went and bought a weed eater one, too, so now I got a weed eater, battery operated and a lawnmower and i am in love with that technology yeah i'm just curious about you know a lot uh, you take good care of a gas lawnmower like a honda or something i think it'll last 10 15 minutes oh, pretty right. easy so i just don't know how long right these are gonna last but yeah i've really liked ours except when we bought it we had a, a small yard and now we have quite a large yard so we're on an acre you're, you're gonna test the battery and we're gonna try to um you know we're gonna plant grass on that almost all of that acre, probably three quarters of an acre of grass, maybe half an acre of grass. And so, whereas with the old yard, I could mow the lawn on one charge, 
-hmm. I think it's going to be like three charges to mow the lawn that we are currently planning. And then probably like five charges once we get the whole yard done. So I'm gonna, gonna need a, some I'm batteries. gonna get a riding lawnmower. Mm. I'm not gonna That's the push mow that way. Riding lawnmowers are fun. I mean there. Jump up on there. Just you just have a grand old time. Yeah, you mm -hmm. can you can have a nice beverage while yep. you're riding. Protein and then shake. and then pretty Protein soon shake. pretty soon uh, Lincoln's gonna be so stoked on the riding lawnmower that he's gonna mow the lawn all the time. You don't you don't even have to do it. Right. Yeah, so, so that's, that's not true. Chase is an example of like it doesn't work <laughs> out that way. No, not if I had a riding lawnmower, I'd be on the lawn every day. <laughs> Those younger generations, they're so. Hey, so, um, to be fair, I mowed the lawn every week until I moved into this new place, so I know how it goes. Okay. All right. Well, come on. So anyway, I I do like the, I do like the electric lawnmowers, but I'm gonna have to get a bigger one, for this new yard. So, we don't have grass yet. We've we've got a well. Um, feeding secondary water to our house and the well's not working and so we're waiting to get water, water. So secondary that's a water. well of a problem you got there that is a well of a problem um <laughs> so anyway <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have grass but what we actually are going to talk about today now that we're eight minutes in and we haven't <laughs> talked about anything worthwhile um, four minutes four minutes is uh you know apparel and out, outdoor apparel, outdoor gear for warm, warm weather. weather. Okay. Um, just, just swimsuits. This, well, sure, that can yeah. be a part of it. But this time of year, for me, it's like survival mode. I go into survival mode when I'm in the valley. For me, it's like I want to be in the highest part of the mountains where it's a lot cooler, or in some sort of air-conditioned something. <laughs> so yeah, anything over seventy degrees for me. 75. 70's definitely doable. Um, anything over 80, I'm like, ooh. It's anything over 90, I'm oh. like, oh, I don't feel like doing anything outside no. now. Just stay inside. And then when it's a high of 100 in mid-July, I'm like, what is, why are we even here? What is the, what is <laughs> the, what point? Is the point? What is the point of life? life? Why yeah. don't we just end it But now? yeah, you know, people live with that every day in Vegas for months or whatever. I don't get and, it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Anyway, I so. would become nocturnal. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would have a swimming pool, and I would but live in the swimming pool. Swim but it's even worse. Move. Like, uh, we were in Phoenix a couple years ago. We got done with the Diamondbacks game, and it was like 1130, and it was 111 degrees. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's, <laughs> it is know? pitch black outside, Gosh. and it's 111 degrees. Oh, my so God. That's yeah. insane. Sometimes you just can't escape it, you know? And what's even worse is you're watching baseball, and that's just brutal. Hey, so uh, out of here. You, you won't uh, have to worry about that much longer. I don't uh, know if they're going to come back. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I, I, it's fun watching baseball. Um, counterintuitive, though, would be to wear wool. Exactly. Right. It is counterintuitive, but it, it, is, it, freaking it does works. work. Yeah. yeah. You get a lightweight. Um, let me see if I can kill your mic real quick. Get a lightweight. Uh, go ahead and click on that, Greg base layer from that's a that's wool so um icebreaker we got wooru out of utah now um and we're bringing in smart wool to the mm -hmm. shop but you get some of those and what happens is they're breathable when you're sweating and they don't stink um so that same base layer that you wear in the winter although you might have a heavier one in the winter and then you just go with the lighter version in the summer Man, they are so good at doing their job. It's mm -hmm. crazy. Um, Chase, Chase, do you have one when you're... What do you trail run in, though? Do you trail run in, like, a synthetic? 
Um, just depends on what I pull out of my closet that day. Yeah. But my favorite thing to chug on in is an icebreaker, um, merino wool, uh, just cool light tea. Yeah. Um, I love running that thing partially because it, it dries so quick. Um, if you are running and you take like a little break, I don't know, it just dries really quick. Good, um, wicking, moisture wicking. It's also my favorite thing to backpack in. I can take one shirt and go on a week long trip and they'll start to stink eventually dip it in the river give a little soap and that thing's like fine dude backpacking is perfect because it's multiple days so mm-hmm. the wool and the other fabric that's killer to in the summertime right now is that bamboo mm-hmm. uh, mix or whatever that's another thing one thing that i've become a huge fan of in the summer is sun hoodies um and i think we've talked about them in the past i think i've probably shared my affinity for them um <laughs> but I'll wear this hoodie and people are like you're crazy you're wearing a long sleeve shirt and it's I feel cool it's they do such good it's basically it's a shade hoodie you know mm-hmm. um, and I, those are my favorite things I have a rab one the rab pulse that's my favorite thing to run in if it's going to be really brutally hot and I'm going to be out there for a long time and I don't have to put sunscreen on just throw the rab pulse hoodie on and I'm good to go is that how Freefly started their brand sun hoodies uh, I think so. Like just uh, apparel to wear on the water yeah. um, for like ocean fishing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So the bamboo stuff, you mentioned that. And the cool light is a merino wool blend with tinsel. And tinsel is a fiber made from wood pulp. And so, and similar to the bamboo fiber. So um, I found my favorite, my favorite, uh, fabric for warm weather is and even for cold weather kind of um, it's just a really comfortable fabric in all conditions is that merino wool tensile or bamboo blend and uh, so freefly does a bamboo polyester blend or bamboo nylon blend and then the warm weather stuff from icebreaker is merino cool light which is the merino tensile blend so I really like that fabric. That's my favorite. I don't necessarily love synthetics anymore. No, for, I don't wear them for hot ever weather. anymore. For hot weather and even for for colder weather, not so much. But for hot weather, especially not. Do you know how many freaking synthetic shirts I have from running races for so long? <laughs> right. Like you get a free t- free shirt, right? And I don't wear any of I kept them all for a long time because I thought I was going to wear them all. And then I was introduced to the, these fabrics we're talking about. And I, one thing, the mo- main thing I don't like about them is they freaking stink. I'll go yeah. on a run and I can't stand the smell of my own self when I get in the car afterwards. I'm like, this yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And some of my synthetics, now that they're like three or four years old and I've been using them, uh, they last a really long time. But mm-hmm. I swear, like, I wear them for five minutes into the run and i can't stand the smell of myself <laughs> like they just they yeah. smell so bad uh, and some of those some of those synthetics um from the factory came with a, an anti-stink chemical wash that was put on them or whatever that helps keep the stink away but after two or three years of washing it and using it and stuff that that's long gone and so your stuff just stinks it just smells bad and so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of merino for that reason. Bamboo is similar to merino; it doesn't doesn't hold on to smells like the synthetics do. But the th- the main reason why I don't like synthetics in the warm weather is they just don't breathe as well. I mm. you 
you know, they're fine, especially the knit fabrics and stuff are fine when you're not sweating a ton. But once you really start sweating a lot and that water soaks into the fabric, all breathability is gone, pretty much. Um, the worst, one of the worst things you can do for breathability is if you have a synthetic shirt is to dunk it in water and put it on. Mm. It actually stops all airflow. That water stops airflow. Now with a wool shirt or even cotton or some of these natural fibers, you still get airflow through the through the fabric even when it's soaking wet. Um, wool fibers, for example, are hollow, and so. Um, they'll actually absorb the water and, and soak up the water while leaving airflow as space between the fibers and stuff. So you can still get some good airflow and that actually helps to, uh, with evaporative cooling, it helps to dry more quickly. But polyester, um, the synthetic fibers, they just don't, don't do that as well. In order to get good breathability out of those, you have to have real fancy knits. And sometimes those can be overwhelmed if you're sweating a ton. So, yeah, I'm just a big natural fiber fan when it comes to hot weather. I don't, haven't done this in, I don't know, three, four or five years because of my body shape. <laughs> but uh, I used to just hike in, it's a form-fitting base layer, wool base layer from Icebreaker. Uh, but it black, is, you know, and not overheat. But then when you, when there's a cloud cover or you're standing in the shade and you were breaking a sweat, all of a sudden you're not freezing either like you would in a cotton tea or you would in, in a synthetic and that to me i was that's when i first noticed that this is amazing fabric I'm just comfortable all the time yeah it's wild how it does that yeah. so uh, i'm totally sold on on a wool or wool blend with bamboo fabrics that are out there now you're going to pay some money for them but now i love them merino you're going to pay more but i i was surprised when free fly came out and we started carrying free fly I was surprised at how inexpensive it was for a techie fabric that felt nice and performed well and stuff because a long sleeve free fly shirt was half the price of a long sleeve icebreaker shirt. So a hundred bucks for a long sleeve icebreaker, 50 bucks, about 40 to 50 bucks for a free fly shirt with the bamboo fabric, which is sweet. Now if you get the merino blend, which is my favorite of all the fabrics, those are still up, up around a hundred dollars mm -hmm. for a long sleeve. $80 for short sleeve, 60 to $80. <clears throat> you guys, uh, do you, I mean, trail running is in shorts, but when you're trekking, hiking, do you hike in shorts or do you hike in like uh, frosty pants or something? I do most of my hiking in shorts. Yeah, short shorts. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I like shorter the better. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do most of mine in shorts. I'll usually take a pair of pants as well, but like nine times out of ten, I end up just wearing shorts most of the trip. What about backpacking? shorts oh really yeah and I'll, I'll take like a pair of long johns and shorts and i'll usually like if it's cold in the morning start out in the long johns and then strip those off and just have shorts on yeah, that's hot trip. i can picture that right now it <laughs> is hot right <laughs> yeah, so. the, yeah yeah i i'm a pant guy when it comes to backpacking jeans in the high mountains 501s right yeah yeah <laughs> yes yeah that's <laughs> the only time i ever wear them but um, <laughs> but yeah yeah no, I, I prefer pants, a real lightweight pant usually, but when you get up into the high mountains, um, you know, sometimes it's too warm and you're sweating, but other times, it, you know, the sun goes behind a cloud and it goes from 80 degrees to 60 degrees immediately, mm -hmm. and it's kind of nice to have pants on, but the biggest thing for me is it keeps keeps my legs a little cleaner from all the dust, um, it keeps my legs from getting scratched up if I'm 
walking through brush or whatever else. And uh, yeah, I just I just prefer pants in the high mountains anyway. Although I do I do take well, and the other big thing, and probably this might be one of the biggest reasons, is because it keeps me from getting eaten by mosquitoes. Yeah, mosquitoes are a thing. That's a big deal. If there's no mosquitoes, I I love shorts, but you know what I need is a new pair. Because I love, I have the frosty pants, and I love the frosty pants. Um, they're a little form-fitting, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I need a pair of like zip-offs again. I need a fresh pair of zip-offs because I'm a zip I'm a zip-off fan. Yeah. yeah, you know, I've made I've made fun of a lot of a lot of zip-off people, As or you maybe not people, yeah. but zip-off products. Um, but they're kind of functional because they're very functional. Because I was just yeah. I was just thinking in my head like why don't I take shorts more often? And the reason why is because I usually only take one pair of pants mm -hmm. and then like a base layer maybe. And if I took shorts, that would be an extra garment that I wouldn't necessarily need. Yeah. And so I just don't take them. But if I had zip offs, I would have both options without adding with only adding the weight of the zipper i was in sports authority years and years ago and they had still a not going to do it though sale on uh <laughs> thank on, you uh, north face clearance on some north face zip off khaki pants you know hiking pants yeah so i bought some and i'm like oh man i'm so stoked on these pants and i wore them as pants for a while before i ever tried the shorts and then i tried the shorts once and realized Are they that shorty shorts? they're women's pants. <laughs> <laughs> I zipped them off and they were... <laughs> Your underwear is hanging out yeah, the bottom? Yeah, my whole thigh sticking out, right? I'm like, oh my God, I've worn these. I've worn these pants <laughs> as pants and never knew that they were women's pants. Like I, But I had bought... They were on clearance, man. And I, bought, I might even still have them. Because one day maybe I'll wear the short shorts again. But, never know. But what sucked about that is as a guy i i'm used to big pockets you yeah. know and the pockets are smaller because there's not as much material there and i'm like well i don't i, I want a little bit of material here so that right. i can put some stuff in some pockets and like yeah and, and nobody needs to see that much of my leg <laughs> like that's just not a thing but nice. i do but i do like i have another pair um that i don't even know where the, the bottoms are but i wear the shorts all the time because hmm. i love the shorts you know they did make or did make a a zip off pant was it a frosty or was it some other fabric they did make a zip off pant at one time and they may still cool makes a decent zip off pant um that that's it's a nice hiking cool pant makes sense i could totally see them making yeah. a zip off yeah you know they're they're here in Utah. Uh, they're from Utah. They do kind of cater to the um, middle-aged dad bod, dad bod person, but classy dad. And I'll tell you what. There's plenty of uh, middle-aged dads in Utah that would wear zip-offs mm. without and and think it's cool, like proud, and think <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm on the proud side. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know who you are. If you're listening, <laughs> you know who you are. You know, raise your hands. We're all gonna go have a beer together. <laughs> yeah, one of well, Dad bought in the backyard. Half of those guys that would do that probably, probably would drink would, the yeah, beer. Probably, yeah. How lemonade? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the other half would. But um, 
Anyway, I, functionally, I think they're really cool. They're not the most stylish thing. I don't love this from a style perspective. Functionally, though, they're great. And, uh, yeah, I, I probably won't wear them. Uh, should mention. Not, nothing wrong with them. Ferrosi is a, is a product from Outdoor Research only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Ferrosi fabric. Yeah, they make Ferrosi shorts and pants and Stretchy, jackets and all that stuff. Water resistant. Fabric, yeah. It's one of the best uh, hiking backpacking fabrics out there. Yeah, it really it's is awesome good. Awesome stuff. Yeah, it's like a, a real super lightweight soft shell fabric. Very mm-hmm. breathable, semi, somewhat wind resistant, mosquito resistant, durable. Just, Ooh. yeah, just kind of perfect for. I have another. Um, yeah, maybe we should call this, this episode like things you wear in the winter and the summer. Uh, zip off <laughs> pants, um, wool base layers, and I have another one, buffs. I was just gonna say Shoot. that. Yeah, yeah, buffs. Man. Yeah, buffs are awesome. Yeah, they great. I mean, <laughs> I probably wear my buff. Craig's giving <laughs> us the look. <laughs> probably spring skiing. I throw that thing. I don't wear mine a lot in the winter. Honestly, actually, no, I wear it a lot in the winter too. I wear it year round. Yeah. Those things are awesome. Great for backpacking. Now that I don't have long hair anymore, I think I'm going to wear it more when I'm backpacking this summer. Um, great protection. Just awesome stuff. Mosquito lands. It covers more territory. Mm-hmm. It's great if you're sweating, dip it in the river, put it on your head. Yep. Yep. Hmm. You're going to knock us, Greg. What are your thoughts? I'm not, I'm not against buffs. I just haven't used them that much. I use them during the winter, but I use them as headbands because... Um, you know, if I'm out trail running or cross-country skiing or something, I cover my ears. If one part of it gets sweaty, I just kind of rearrange it so I've got a new not-sweaty part <laughs> over my ears. That's that's about the extent of my, my buff-wearing cross-country skiing and, and winter trail running. Um, so or, or early spring. In the 90s, when I used to could, when I was a climber, I climbed in the 90s, we would not go climbing without two things. One was Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> and two was uh, they call them handkerchiefs, a bandana, a bandana, because um, oh, I had longer hair. But you t- put your hair, you know, put it on your head, but you could get it wet. And if it was, you put it around your neck, block the sun when you're blaying or whatever. So we would not, myself and my belay partner, would not leave home without a bandana in Jolly Ranchers. Um, and I and that and the modern version, I guess, of that is, is the buffs. The buff material is lighter and just a lot nicer material than most bandanas you can find. Although the one you got me for my face mask is pretty amazing. The windstopper yeah, one? Yeah, the, one of the only, maybe the only windstopper face masks in all of the United States is well, made by one of, one of two. I have the other one. Yeah, the only, yeah. Yeah. I love mine has. too. Yeah, you're going to be really jealous this winter when we're out. Windstoppering <laughs> yeah, with our face masks. You know, I have a really cool... The, the mountain... Uh, the mountain bandits is what they call us. <laughs> That's the name of the face mask. I have a really company. cool star-spangled awesome face mask that I'm going to wear. has red, white, and blue all over but it. But it's not Windstopper. You know I'm what? I'm a fan. You know, I have a Windstopper, cotton. I have a Windstopper face mask. I had to go to the doctor the other day, and they required a face mask. So like a half hour before my appointment, I had to sew one up real quick, and so I sewed up a Windstopper face mask, and you can... You can use that. Okay, we'll I'll use, use that. the cool bandanas, and you can use the. Geeky. Well, we have one of those yeah. at our shop. Yeah. The face mask. I don't know whose it is, but someone's got the Windstopper face mask. I have the bandana version. Anyway, 
I have both. Uh, you can have one. You can have the face mask, not the band gun. So, okay. so the other winter apparel that I use in the summer, and this doesn't really count, but it, but I totally use it year-round. I think I know where you're going, but go for it. I watch. The Sunto. Oh, the Sunto. Sunto. It tracks all my things. All of the things. From the ski touring, snowboarding, paddleboarding Stand-up even. Paddleboard, yeah. Yeah, to um, trail running and hiking and even uh, weightlifting, all, all the things. So a good functional watch. Uh, can play double duty on the seasons. What were you thinking, Chase? I thought you were going to say darn tough socks. Brilliant. <laughs> Do you know that I have a running pair, and I forgot I had them, and I, they were at the bottom of my sock drawer, and I wore them yesterday um, on my morning treadmill run, but I put them on my feet, and my feet were like, Happy. These are so comfy. Yeah, they were so. I'm like, why don't I own more of their running socks? Because I have their hiking socks, but these have like cushion in them and stuff. And I'm like, man, these are nice. I think my favorite pair of darn tufts, they're like these bright neon orange and blue women's trail running socks. Wait, mine are bright blue with orange stripes or whatever on them. So they might be from the same family. Yeah. Yeah. They like go up. They're supposed to be like little bit higher but they're women's socks they're on a little lower so comfy they're my lucky socks just in case you guys are that's wondering when you run your six minute miles yep, i run my races in them yeah. and i ride my races in them they're great they're nice. my anyways favorite socks are definitely women's darn toughs and those are also they're wool mm-hmm. yep. yeah yeah wool, wool socks in the summer are fantastic your feet dry so much quicker mm-hmm. yeah totally i um this isn't necessarily an apparel item, but one item that's important for me during the during the summer is body glide. I wish I would have had some the other week. Yeah. About a w- two on, weeks ago. On your, one of your runs. I did not do well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because, you know, there are times where I'll go run 20 miles without any body glide and be completely fine or, or bike 50 miles or something like that. Or if it's 10 degrees warmer... I'll be chafing by mile eight. Have you tried other glides? Die. Yeah, I have. Uh, not necessarily for trail running as much. I've I've used the squirrel. I mean, that one's very squirrels. popular with trail Whatever. runners. Whatever. Yeah. Re- what's the reason for that? I don't know. I remember our friend um, Eric Manning was. He sold me on it. Well, didn't sell me on it. Well, he was telling me about it, and he said the problem with body glide is you you like rub it on your nipples or other areas that you don't want to chafe during a long run he's like and it looks like you're lactating it's like it leaves a bunch of yucky residue on your shirts that doesn't really come out and stuff like that and i thought no i've never thought about that apparently the squirrel nut butter stuff doesn't do that Mm. with that said i've had better experience with body glide as far as non-chafing goes so i've never i never thought about putting body glide on your nipples does it help nipple chafing (laughs) It does, but you know what I prefer? Just putting band-aids over. Because I, I, I'm a band-aids dude, and I went on a chart on a Monday. This is TMI, but we're going to go for it. Went on a chart on a Monday. Straight up, both my nipples were bleeding by the end of this run, Oof. and yeah. it hurt. I didn't know this while I was running, but I took my shirt off. And I was like, oh, my gosh, and showering still. Like, it's just oh, like, yeah. oh, my it's God, nice that's and tender. <laughs> it was brutal. And so I was wondering, whoa, can I just throw a body glide on there? Would you can, help? but apparently. Now, I haven't experienced this, but 
others report that they have, apparently it makes it look like you're, you've been lactating. Uh, yeah, but you'd probably rather deal with that than deal with <laughs> sure. painful Nipple nipples for worse. Yeah, anytime I've done like a, a real long bike race or a really long trail running race or something, I just put Band-Aids on yeah. right, right at the beginning. Never have a problem if I've got Band-Aids. The body glide does help, but you do have to reapply. Yeah. You don't have to do that with Band-Aids. So, so I just use Band-Aids. Before but. I ran my first marathon, which was probably over 10 years ago, that was one of my biggest fears, was nipple chafe. Because I saw the horror stories oh, yeah. on the internet, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the, a thing. Like, my nipples are going to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> That's, and um, I've never... Cross my fingers, not on this wood here. I've never had n- nipple chafing. Oh, really? I don't know why. Uh, I get it in my thighs, my qu- like yeah. my inner thighs, and that, and it's like I'm like now I can't walk. Now I look like a cowboy with the worst uh, s- saddle sore, saddle sore cowboy. You've ever seen. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't even walk. That's hor- That's bad. But I never had nipple rubbage. Yeah, I've, I've had all of them. Really? Yeah, I've experienced all of it. Now, does it have anything to do with the type of, sh- like a synthetic shirt versus a wool shirt versus a cotton shirt? Does that matter? I get it more, much more with synthetic shirts, mm. but I don't know. Yeah, I was wearing this run on Monday. I was wearing like a, almost like a perforated Nike shirt and it's super comfy, but never Nike. looking, looking back in hindsight, like over time, it's like a cheese grater. It really was like a cheese grater. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So get it a little bit sweaty. Oh. And just enough enough and rubbing I over was, time, and it's I was sweating real good on that run. Takes off a oh. tiny little layer Dude, every like six every miles, time. four miles. It was just over six. six. Yeah, I went up Adams Canyon and then went down, and I was like, let's do that again. So I went up Adams, and it was awesome. But the nipple chafing was <laughs> not fun. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but I I feel like yeah, it rarely happens in my merino shirts. Um, I also, it never happens if I'm wearing a trail running vest. I noticed. Like, my 50-miler, oh. I didn't wear band-aids. I didn't put anything on, and it was fine. Huh. But I did a six-mile run. it keeps it still, I think maybe. it keeps everything kind of, like, yeah, yeah s- seated against the pecs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this, I mean, only six miles. And <laughs> it was probably the worst nipple chasing I've ever had. Hmm. Um, I yeah, because part of it's... don't ever complain, because they have a sports, a sports bra, bra, bra. bra I think part of it might be that I, I'm getting it's newer into the season so I don't have maybe I don't have calluses built up on my nipples <laughs> as much <laughs> I don't know but I'm not as used to it and I'm just trying to go out and run <laughs> nip callus nip, nip callus you know it's like it's important it's like every every year when I start yard work again and I get start getting blisters on my hands like oh man I got gotten soft over the winter <laughs> my, my nipples and have gotten yeah, soft yeah nipples have gotten soft over the winter this one better be titled Chase's Nipples, or I'm going to be very <laughs> disappointed. Oh, nip calluses. Yeah, so yes. body glide. That's that's my go-to warm weather gear. I just I always try to keep body glide handy just in case because you never really know when you're going to have problems. If, I, if I'm doing anything under, you know, five or six miles, I usually don't worry about it. But anything over that, that's I find it's... a good idea. Put it in your running pack. And, and your, you never yeah, know. Biking. And so I've, there. I've used all different sorts of chamois creams and butters for biking. Back when I was doing more bike racing and stuff. And I, I, I've used all the different kinds. And um, Body Glide works the best for me. Mm. It's also the easiest to apply. And um, 
I just, you know, I usually, not always, but I usually have two sticks of it, one for the nether regions and the other one for the other parts of the body. Like, do you put it on a stick and then wrap it in like a well, plastic bag or something? It just kind of, like, it It looks like a little deodorant stick, you know? Oh, oh. The body glide does. Oh, I have a tube. Like, a body glide? Yeah. No way. It must be really old. I don't a body I haven't glide, had really? to buy any for a long time. I've yeah. never seen it that way. I've always just seen it's it like, it in, like the deodorant stick. Yeah, the kind yeah. that we sell in the shop. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it used to come in like you just squirt it out like toothpaste. Huh. Yeah, I've never used that kind, but mine's like a deodorant stick. So I usually have a deodorant stick for crotch areas mm. and a Keep those separate? Keep them separate from other mm -hmm. things. You're telling me you don't like to put your, your other, your nether legion one all over your feet? It's weird. <laughs> it, w <laughs> it wouldn't. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't bother me that much, but it's like if my wife wants to use yeah, it or no, something, she doesn't yeah. want my crotch <laughs> body <laughs> glide. So, have you ever, <laughs> this went down south quick, have you ever used Ass Masters? I've, I don't even know what that is. All right, it's guys, I am out of time. <laughs> is it chamois, chamois cream? cream? It's truly really called Ass Masters. It's called Ass Masters, yeah. Um, really it's chamois cream. I love that stuff. Really? I also like it, like, if you forget to put it on. Do and I dare Google this? <laughs> I don't know if you should. <laughs> it's it's A.S. Masters. It's a not A.S.S. Oh, A.S. Yeah. So, As Masters. As? As Masters. Yeah, As Masters cream. Um, but it also smells really good. But if you forget to put, on, put it on and it's like, oh, after you ride, you're really raw, you put it on and it helps to heal it quicker and it's, huh. it's pretty soothing. So, I really like that stuff. Huh. I have never heard of that. Yeah, I just do the body glide, and I don't. If I put on the body glide, I don't have problems. If there I forget go. it, then I do. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's a warm weather thing. All right, well, I think that's. that's so those good. are some good suggestions yeah. for the hot hot weather survival gear. Yeah. Um. Um. So, body glide, your buff, your oh, you need need a good uh, foam trucker. Fo oh uh, my God! Yes, always yeah. foam trucker. So. And oh, I'm so disappointed. I have a the phone trucker that I wear every day for my activities. It's a PBR, red, white, and blue PBR uh, truck phone trucker, and it's starting to split on the sides. Oh. You're gonna have to wear a Gear 31. I'm gonna have to special order our own new Brandon custom designed Gear 31 because the ones that we have are just okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I have one that we have. So it's just I have okay. two or three that we have. Yeah, but oh, I think there's just so okay. many of those. Yeah, I, I, uh, I only have one hat, and I've been trying to train myself to wear hats this year because I've never worn hats in like my entire life. Like, I noticed you wore one last time the podcast. On occasion, on occasion, yeah. It's like if I, if I go for a bike ride or a run, or I get sweaty right before bed, and then I take a shower, right before bed, and I wake up, it's like oh, I don't really feel like taking another shower right away and my hair's sticking up all crazy and just put a hat on but my favorite hat which i don't even know where it's at what got me into this it led off the foam trucker thing in my life was a sanook hat or snook brand and it said i climb like I'm sharma, like sharma. Mm -hmm. yep and it faded out and so i just see parts of it but it was like, I'm like this is the greatest hat i've ever had in my entire life <laughs> and so i've been trying to find that hat ever since and i haven't I haven't found it. Yeah. Even this PBR one that I love now, it's just not the same. Not quite, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your uh, Mountain Standard this foam is, trucker This right one's too, too nice. I can't, 
I can't mess this. This one's like a corporate hat. <laughs> a corporate the corporate phone, phone checker. <laughs> if there is ever keep, such a thing. I only nice wear this one to work in the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> this one does not see sweat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you uh, enjoyed, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and please tell your friends, and leave us a friendly five star review if you would. If you don't think it's worth five star review, you can just skip that just part. Move along. Move just along. Move along. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. Like us on Facebook. Check out our YouTube videos. Um, Bryden, who was just on the some of our previous podcasts, has been putting out a bunch of gear review videos from his through hike of the continental divide trail and they're great uh, they're short and sweet and fun to watch and he does a good job on those so check those out and uh, i think that's it oh and check out our website gear30.com spelled out g-e-a-r-t-h-i-r-t all right thanks for joining us we'll see you next time see you out there